and welcome to the Direct Selling Success Podcast. I'm Anna Green and I'm here to share with you tips, tricks and training on network marketing done right. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Direct Selling Success Network Marketing Done Right. I'm Anna Green and I'm here today to talk to you about what is stopping you from selling as much as you desire within your business each month, each year each decade. What is it? You are holding yourself back with something. If you have a sales target, a recruiting target, team building target for something and you're not hitting it, these are the reasons potentially why you aren't hitting it. One of these will ring true at least. And hopefully when you know what that thing is, you can start to address it and and fix the problem so that you can scale to as much as you desire. So I am Anna Green and I have had many, many years in the network marketing industry before starting this coaching business four years ago. So I know what it is like in the industry. I have been there. I have struggled with low sales each month. I have not known where my next uh, booking is going to come from. I have been there and I have dealt with these things that I'm going to talk to you about and going to try and help you too as well. So these are 10 things that could possibly be affecting your sales. If you spot one that you think, oh, actually, that's me, make a note of it. We'll come back to it and hopefully we will get you sorted today. So the first thing that I want to address is the fact that you are possibly doing what you have always done. What's the quote? Do what you've always done and you'll get what you've always got. We've heard it before. It's so true. And in the direct sales industry, network marketing industry, if you do what you've always done, you'll probably get less than you've always got. Because if you're working with the same people, they buy the stuff. Eventually, they might have bought enough stuff. They might not need any more. You need to be regularly growing this customer base. If you're not regularly growing your customer base, you're not going to have the clients that you want to hit those sales targets that you want. If you're always doing the same things that you were taught when you first started, it's highly likely that you're not having the same impact that you once were. Things change. You change, your audience changes. The audience that you have, even if it doesn't change, they will change what they feel about things. And you'll tend to find that if you keep doing these same things over and over again, technology, social media, the economy changes along the way. And if you don't change with that, doing what you've always done will no longer work. For example, social media has changed so much in the past few years. What you did before lockdown, what you did in lockdown, what you did this time last year, will not work on social media anymore. They've changed how they work. They've changed things in the background. They've changed who sees what, when they see what, and you have no control over that. What you've got to do is work with what you've got, but doing what you've always done is not going to get you there. Try new things. Start a podcast or a blog. Try a different social media channel. Network in different groups. Meet new people. You know, do all the, don't try and do all the things, but do all the things that you are thinking of doing one at a time to see what works and to see what doesn't work. Try something new. I'm here on YouTube. I'm not a big fan of YouTube, never have been. I'm here on my podcast, going live, 
sharing my stories, sharing hints and tips. It's not something I particularly feel confident doing, but I do it because I know it will build my business. I try showing up in new places because I know I'll meet new people and I know I'll stay current. I learn new things. Do what you've always done. Get worse than what you've always got. So try new things. Do some other things as well. Okay. The second thing that you're possibly doing that might be stopping you selling as much as you desire is that you are trying to beat the algorithm. <laughs> oh, the joys of a social media algorithm. There is no way you can beat them. You can't trick them. You can't get round them. And as much as you might hear from gurus and experts on social media, oh, yeah, yeah, if you do this, this and this, you'll beat the algorithm. The algorithm's forever changing. You might beat it one day and it'll come back to bite you in the bottom another day. Social media, the way to be successful on social media is to be social, <laughs> to show your audience you, to give them value, to create a community, to engage and be engaging. It's all there is to it. The more you can do that, the more you are going to have people reacting to your stuff watching your content, following you because they like what you're doing. If you're trying to forever beat algorithms, you're not a human. You're trying to beat a computer, so you've got to act like a computer. Robotic, boring, meh. You don't want that. Your clients don't want that. Your clients want fun. They want experiences. They want to get to know you. They want that community. They want help and support. They want results. They want problem solving. Do those things. And you are so much more likely to not have to worry about algorithms. Uh, when I teach my clients to use social media, I tell them to forget algorithms. They're, they're not important. You can't do anything about them. So you might as well work with what you've got. And that is using social media for what its purpose is, being social. OK, the third thing, the third thing that you potentially might not be doing enough uh, that is stopping you selling as much as you desire each month is you're not keeping visible in front of your ideal client enough. Now, visibility is key, whether that is on or offline, whether that is um, you showing up, your face showing up online, whether it's lives, whether it's reels, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or podcasting or blogging or on your website. Visibility is key. If people can't see you, they won't remember you. If you disappear, you won't be in the forefront of their mind. So keeping consistently visible in front of your ideal client is key. And another word in this sentence that's key, ideal client. So visibility is important. But if you're not, not, you're not visible in front of the right people, they're still not going to want to buy. They, It's no good you selling, I don't know, ladies perfume um, if you are in front of 80-year-old blokes all the time who are never, ever going to buy your stuff or my once in a blue moon, buy a gift. You need to be visible in front of your most likely person to buy. So your ideal client, it will probably be somebody who absolutely loves what you do. They get you. They share the same values as you. Um, they love what you sell. They can't get enough of it. They can't get enough of it so much so that they buy lots regularly. They recommend it to other people. They love it so much that they maybe consider joining your team. Then they want to share it with more people and they want to be that best team member ever. You know, that's your ideal client. That's who you want to show up in front of. People who potentially could be that person. 
So keeping visible is key. But how? Show up. Show up regularly in the same places. If you start going to events or networking, show up on a regular basis. Prove that you can be part of that community. If you have a Facebook group, show up regularly in that Facebook group. Um, not just with the you know engagement bait stuff, but as you sharing what you love, sharing your passions, right? Uh, keeping visible is key. If you are selling offline, make sure you are visible in your local community, visible in front of your customers, in front of your potential customers. And that could be through um, having conversations, picking up the phone, messaging them, appearing on their Facebook news feed, con consistently keeping that visibility high. OK, now consistency, I'm going to just, you know, bring something up here. Consistency in my world does not mean doing the same thing day in, day out. Consistency for me isn't about posting a certain amount of times a day. Consistency for me is flexible and fluid. And with the lives that we have as direct sellers and network marketers, we sometimes can't form that level of consistency that would drive you insane. You know, the structured um, really rigid consistency. That's not what this is about. This is about the ups and downs of life. You know, if you work three days a week, you know, post three days a week. If you turn up at an event once every two months, that's consistent. You know, it's not, it's not about being really rigid with this. Okay. Just keep visible. That's my key. Number four, you aren't meeting enough people to sell as much as you desire each month. Realistically, if you want to sell a lot of stuff or recruit a big team, you need to meet lots of people. And that is so, so key. If you're selling to the same people all the time or talking to the same people all the time or being visible in front of the same people all the time or doing the same things <laughs> all the time, you're not going to meet enough people to grow as much as you want to. So, where can you meet new people? Brainstorm and some ideas on where you can meet these new people on and offline. Can you guest speak? Can you do takeover days? Can you collaborate with other business owners? Can you show up at um, different fairs and events? Can you do coffee mornings or pop-up shops? Or um, can you try a different Facebook um, group to go and network in? Can you set up another social media platform um, profile that you can go live on or meet new people on? Can you try doing home parties and meeting new people? Can you ask for referrals? Can you do testimonials? Can you try your stories if you've never done stories before on a social media platform? Maybe reels, you know, I don't know. What can you do? What can you do that you want to do that's going to get you meeting more people? All right. So that's that's number four. Number five, you've met lots of people, maybe, but maybe you're not nurturing your audience enough. Maybe you're not nurturing these people, building the relationships with these people enough. This one is a crucial one. People buy into people. You, as a direct seller, are helping solve people's problems. If you don't know them well enough, you can't help them well enough. If they don't know you well enough, they're not going to trust you enough to want your help. So nurturing that audience, building the relationship between you and them is really key. So I tell my story a lot. 
I show up as me a lot. I am not all airs and graces. I'm not like makeup up to the hilt. I am a normal Yorkshire lass, middle-aged, having fun in my business, super passionate about what I do, helping others. People know little bits about my life and what I do and why I do it. They don't know everything. They don't need to know everything, but they need to be able to relate to me. I take the time to answer questions in my Facebook group. I take the time to answer comments on a live. I take time to reply to emails, um, engage with other people's stuff on social media with my ideal client and my customer's stuff so that people can build that relationship with me. I add value like this. I share my um, my hints and tips so that people can relate to me or think, yeah, I get that. Oh, she's giving me a light bulb moment. I'm going to use her. I'm going to buy from her. Um, I'm going to go and follow her in a different group, maybe, you know, go follow her on her Facebook group. You know, I'm nurturing my audience. And I'm consistent with it, consistently nurturing that audience, bringing them from being a cold lead, from somebody who's never, ever met me before. Maybe you're watching this or listening to this and you've never met me before. You might then come into my world. I warm you up by building that relationship, by adding value into your life. Um, you get to know me better. I can hopefully get to know you better as you answer things on Facebook or reply to comments or questions and things like that. We build that relationship up. You're so much more likely to buy from me when you know, like, and trust me. You have the same with your audience. They have to get to know, like, and trust you before they'll be ready to buy. And it makes selling so much easier if you're solving their problems rather than copy-paste cold message. Let's see if we can get someone to join my team today by sending hundreds of the same message out to the world. So much nicer to build the relationships and it fills you with joy when you can see somebody who you've built that relationship with that you know have results from what you sell. It's, it's a phenomenal feeling, honestly. <laughs> so nurture your audience, okay? Number six, are we on number six? I think so. You're not offering enough. Uh, so if you want people to buy, you have to give people plenty of opportunities to buy. Am I right? Yes. So if I want you to buy something today, I need to mention it on my recording. If I don't, how can I expect you to buy? That's how these things work. If I don't talk about a problem I can solve, how do you know I can solve that problem? If I don't talk about a result that I can get you, how do you know that I can help you? So it's really important to consistently put those offers out there, whether that is a direct, you know, come and buy my stuff, or whether that is these things can help you and this is why, or um, anything like that. Not putting those offers out there on your social media, on your stall at an event, at a party, people are not going to buy the thing that you're selling. So offer. I always say offer because Asking for the sale sounds really desperate and spammy. Offering is giving. It's it's like off, you know giving a present. It's nice to offer things, um, and when you are asking for something, it's really you know it's it's like I said, it feels spammy, but it feels like you're taking from people. If you're asking people for a sale, it's it's like taking, and it's not for you. You are doing this for you in the long run. You're running your business for you, but. You're selling things for them. You want them to have a result. You want them to buy for them. So offer it for them rather than taking, asking for you, all right? Number seven. Now, this one, 
I think, linked to the offering and the nurturing and the meeting of the people. You're probably not having enough conversations to be able to sell as much as you want each month. And this one is really, really important to remember. If you want to sell things, you need to have conversations about selling things, whether that is your products, your services, uh, getting party bookings, getting recruits. If you're not having the conversations about this or creating opportunities to have conversations, you're not going to have the opportunity to offer anything. So have more conversations. How? Get strategic with your social media content so it creates opportunities for you to have conversations, to carry on those conversations you're having in um, message in posting threads, maybe dropping into Messenger, thanking people, following up with people, conversations with people about holidays and about their kids and um, maybe complimenting people. Having conversations doesn't necessarily have to be about selling something. It's about everything else as well. So building the relationships, creating opportunities, helping and supporting your audience, serving your audience, um, you know, firming up that, that relationship with people is so, so key. So if you can be doing that, you're going to come across points where people will be more comfortable dropping into your inbox to ask you for stuff. They'll be more ready to buy. They might even, you know, tell you that they want something while you're talking about the holiday that they've just been on. You just don't know. But if you don't put the opportunities out there, you're not going to you're not going to have the conversations. If you don't have the conversations, you're not going to make the sales. You're not going to have the opportunities to help people. OK, so have conversations, more conversations. Number eight. Number eight's a biggie. And I don't know why I put this as number eight. I should have put it last. <laughs> but anyway, you get in your own way. We get in our own heads. We don't have the belief that we can get as many sales as we desire each month. We don't think we're worthy. We don't think that we're capable. We haven't got enough time. We put things off. We procrastinate. We tell ourselves that it's not possible. We make excuses. It's all up here in our heads. And why do we do it? Why do we tell ourselves that we can't do things and we're not good enough? You wouldn't tell somebody else that, but you tell yourself that. We get in our own way. We make reasons for not doing the things. How do we deal with this? This is working on that self-belief, working um, little by little on chipping away at that block that you've got in your brain that's telling you these things, recognising that you're saying these things to yourself and then like telling yourself that they're not true. <laughs> you find a way of chipping that wall down that you've got in your brain that's that's stopping you from moving forward, that's stopping you from getting the sales that you want. Working out what that thing is, is key to success. My belief was shocking when I first started this industry. I had a block and I could not get past it. I was hitting a, a sales level, like this is all I can do. I haven't got time to do anymore. I haven't, I've got two kids at home. I've got a husband that works away, it's not possible for me to reach the top of my company was what I was saying to myself. It's all right for everybody else because they've got, you know, no kids or they've got older kids or they don't have the life I've got. They can do it. It's all right for them. That's not how this works. <laughs> it's just getting in your own way. As soon as you can 
stop the comparisonitis and accept where you are in your life and realize that that's not what is stopping you and then deal with the thing that is stopping you, you will have a huge result. The difference between getting in your own way and not getting in your own way is, is massive. And that's when you will see the, the huge results coming to your way. Okay. If you're not sure how to do this, find somebody who can help you with your self-belief um, because that will properly change how you build your business. Number nine. Now, I've just kind of related to this one a little bit, but the thing that stopped me and quite possibly is stopping you is that working on minimums. So in network marketing and direct selling, we're often told, you know, hit £250. That's your activity level. If you can hit that, you know, whatever the sales target is, hit that and you're all right. <laughs> you know, you, you won't get knocked off the system. You've hit that figure. Or there's a bonus level at £1,000. And when you hit that £1,000, you'll get an extra, I don't know, 6%. How amazing is that? Right. So you've just hit the £1,000. Um, I've hit the £1,000. I'm all right now. Or you're building a team and your team minimums are five people and um, you have to do £500 and then your team have to do £4,000, for example. So you hit the £4,000 with the five active that you need and you've done your 500 pounds <laughs> and you just hit that all the time or just over it you're just okay all the time let's <laughs> see it so often working on those minimums if you take those minimums out of the equation and just look at how far you can go rather than working towards that minimum figure you will fly because there's no reason if you can sell 500 pounds that you can't sell 10,000 pounds. There's no reason. You can do it. It's just a case of not looking at that bottom figure as your limit. You can sell as much as you want. But for some reason in this industry, we work on the minimum. That's what the company have said I've got to get to to hit this target. So that's what I'm going to hit, <laughs> whatever that might be. Or you might have your own one. Maybe you think, right, okay, so I've got space in my diary to do £2,000 of sales a month. That's my level. And you hit the £2,000 sales or thereabouts every single month. And that's great. But what if you could double that? What if you could do £4,000 a month? Stop working on the minimum. Hit, you know, hit a sales level and then go, right, okay, what will happen if I do another £100? What will happen if I do another £1,000? What? Will it feel like when I've done another thousand on top of that? Keep going. It's the same with your team. If you can consistently be building your team, you don't have to just have the minimum amount of people in your team. You don't just have to sell a minimum amount in your team. You can fly with this. You've just got to do it. Okay. So no more working on minimums. You'll never hit as much as you want to sell every month if you work on minimums. Okay. And the 10th thing. And one that I very often end with, <laughs> I often, often end with this one, follow up, follow up with people. If you want to sell more stuff, follow up with more people. This isn't about asking for a sale. This is about genuinely serving your audience. Follow up with customers when they've placed an order, not just once, but follow up with them lots. Talk to them lots. Don't try and sell to them all the time. 
but make sure that they're happy with stuff. Make sure they know how to use things. Thank them. Check in on them. All those sorts of things. Don't be a pest and like begging them, but be there for them. Offer them help, helpful hints and tips and things like that. Um, thank and compliment your followers on Facebook. Build relationships with people. Ask them questions. Get them involved in what you're doing. Um, comment on other people's stuff and create opportunities for these conversations and follow up with them. You meet people at a party or an event or a networking meeting, follow up with them. You've seen an amazing live or a podcast. <laughs> Follow up and thank people for it. Say how what your top takeaway was from it. You know, this sort of stuff builds relationships as well as gets you sales and creates opportunities, keeps you visible. It's like trying a new thing. It's doing all the things out of the top 10. That's things that are stopping you. Okay. Follow up. It's key. All right. And I'm going to leave you with that for now because it's been, I don't know how long, uh, but thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please leave me a comment, click follow for more. I do these. Well, my New Year's resolution is to do these once a week. <laughs> 52 are coming up next year of these. Oh, that's me said it now. I've got to do it, haven't I? So, um, so yeah, so keep following me. Um, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel. And I will see you all soon. And come and follow me on my Facebook group, um, Direct Selling Success Support for Network Marketers, where you will find me live and uh, hanging out on a regular basis. It's a fab community to be part of. I will see you all soon. Thanks for watching and listening. Bye.